What'd you say? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you enjoy your week off? Um, oh, I was like, my week off from what? <laughs> um, uh, I don't know how to answer that. I don't know. Because I don't, it really wasn't a week off. It like, really we was didn't. It. So that's why I was like, okay, I don't want to be pessimistic, but we have been so busy. So busy. <laughs> well, it's crazy. It wasn't even planned. We just. Right. It was like, oh, we're supposed to record tonight. And it was like, there's no way that's happening. And what, you know, I remember we were supposed to record. It was Wednesday night and I was like crazy tired. And so I remember thinking, I'm just going to lay down for a few minutes. And I was supposed to communicate with you. Wake me up when you're ready, whatever. Uh-huh. I fell asleep, woke up the next day and I was like, he didn't wake me up. But I never said anything to you. Right. But then also I think, which you do often, like if you notice that I'm really tired. You just let me sleep. Um, And so then it was just like, well, no podcast this week. (laughs) Right. Well, no, I think think that happened Tuesday. Oh. And then Wednesday I had to help with the move. No. Was that not what happened? Nope. I was definitely sleepy. I remember that was Wednesday. I was tired and I fell asleep. I definitely was not awake. I fell asleep. No, that's true. When I came home, that it w- that all happened the same day. Okay, okay. And when I came home, you were like out, and I was like, I'm tired too. It's just right. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it was all the same day. But I was like, no, that definitely happened the day we were supposed to record. Right. Yeah, me being asleep. But um, and I won't say nothing has changed. God has been so good and given us so much mm-hmm. grace. Um, I am tired today, but we're gonna push through. Right. We're gonna have fun today. We just finished praying, so we're excited. And I know y'all missed us. I know y'all missed us. <laughs> no, it was it was a much needed break. <laughs> Although we definitely were busy with other things, um, I feel refreshed. I feel I feel ready to ready to crack this thing. Well, you know what? I want you to just move some of that over here. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm getting there. I am getting there. But I feel like I could use a few more hours of sleep and mm. some cleaning time. Gotcha. Cleaning really just helps de-stress me. Those that know me know that. Yeah. So yeah. I'm looking forward to sleep and then cleaning. Right. Well, it's, what's great is, you know, today as this comes out is Independence Day. Yeah. Um, so it is. Happy 4th, guys. Happy 4th. Um, <laughs> I was going to be super woke, but I'm not going Don't to. Don't do that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> be normal. Like, I'm not stop normal. it. And no, I'm not saying anybody that says that they're woke, that you're not normal. I'm specifically picking on my husband. But so calm down. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, no. Um, so we get to rest today. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited. Today is the third anniversary of my company. Um, so. I've been busy. I'm preparing a sale that starts today. I'm talking as if it's today, but it's tomorrow. But we're recording, right? Yeah, anyway. I'm just letting you do your thing. But <laughs> so anyway, so I mean, we've been busy. But today, July fourth, today, tomorrow, today, tomorrow, we, today, we <laughs> we get to rest. So that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but anyway, today, what are we talking about? You know, I don't know why you did that because literally, I asked you like. 30 minutes ago so what are we talking about again and we went through this whole thing because i was like i don't really remember what we're talking about and then you told me and then what did i say no you know what let me answer so i said to you (laughs) i said you do the intro then because i feel like i'm gonna forget what we're talking about 
Do you so, remember that conversation? Yeah, but it's... it's so why would you ask me what Is announcing the topic the same as the intro? Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. You said, because I'm... And I said, I think you started walking away when I was saying, because I feel like I'm going to forget what we're talking about. Gotcha. And that was my point. So, guys, we're talking about transparency. Brandon's going to go into the details of what we're talking about today. Right. Strictly because I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we keep it real. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, I'm sure you guys could have guessed and you saw the title before you press play. So anyway, but um, oh, you're doing that this whole podcast. OK, I, I'm doing every. I'm doing that. Yeah. OK, but <laughs> no, be that guy. <laughs> no, last week we, we alluded to the fact that there was probably going to be a part two. And you guys know we don't really wait for the part twos. Mm-hmm. Um, and so last week or I guess two weeks ago. When we were talking about transparency, you know, we did a lot of talking about the importance of transparency and, you know, some of the consequences, the negative consequences that can follow you when you're not transparent. We didn't do a lot of giving like practical tips and advice on how to be transparent and then also um, dealing with some of the backlash or the fallout that may occur because of your transparency. Right. Um, so, you know, I wanted to do this part two and kind of jump straight in it, which I guess, I don't know, this could be, uh, I'm, oh, go ahead. Sorry, before I forget, I don't even know if my grandparents are going to be listening, um, but I guess we can tell dad that we gave them a shout out. It's their 60th wedding anniversary today, July mm. 4th. Word, word. So happy anniversary, grandmommy and granddaddy. That's what's up. We love you very, very much. So sorry that we could not be there to celebrate with you guys. Um, also, happy birthday to my brother. He is... He's 12. 12? He's 12. I knew that. I was just, you know, <laughs> the suspense. Anyway. That's funny. <laughs> That's terrible. But he is 12 today, so happy birthday to you. Yes, he's a July 4th baby. Um, and yeah, so that was all. Just wanted to do the shout-outs real quick, just in case they don't listen to the whole thing. Gotcha. But well, now. While we're in the shouting-out mood, sure. uh, today marks six years <gasps> from the day I proposed to you. It does! It does. Woo! Was it, was it six? 23rd? Yeah. Six yeah. Years. Yeah. Exciting. Um, so happy proposal anniversary. Is that a thing? I don't know. People celebrate. You know, people anyway. make anniversaries for everything. They be like, "Oh, it's been seventeen months." That's that's another podcast. Anyway, anyway. so <laughs> not but, saying you can't celebrate things, but y'all know people just go kind of overboard sometimes. You just be like, "All right, Karen, calm down." Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I guess back to introducing the topic. Right, we. I wanted to kind of get into those tips and not just kind of leave you guys you know, high and dry and on the, on a cliffhanger. Like, okay. Well, that sounds good. I want the benefits of transparency, but I don't know how to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, today we're just going to talk about our experiences and, you know, it's like we do every week. And just so y'all know, I have no idea what he's going to say. Like, and also, so y'all know, like, this is usually how it goes because we agreed they're prayed about just keeping it real this podcast so sometimes i'm slightly nervous but i trust him so uh, i know it's not going to be crazy but once again we're going to keep it real so go ahead right 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 <laughs> so well, well we'll open it up like we always do right i'll just ask you some questions um what do you think the biggest barriers are to transparency ooh the one thing that comes to mind is fear mm 
fear. Fear of what? It could be fear of um, being alone. Like, I'm going to lose this person if I tell them. Mm. Fear of judgment. They're not going to look at me the same. Um, um, fear of, like, losing respect, I guess. Um, Sorry. You're good. I just don't like the mic. I don't know. The mic is like, sorry, y'all. He's over here giving me signals about my mic. I hate this thing. No, you just got to like point it. It's got to. It is. Pointing. It's got to be like a straight line towards your mouth. It's right there. Sorry. It Should feels weird today. Me an audio engineer. What? Nothing. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so the fear you might lose the person or they yeah, may judge so, you. Yeah. So fear that you might lose them. They might judge you or you'll lose their respect mm. or maybe fear of your business being out there. So it may be like, um, I wouldn't mind if they would keep their mouth shut, but I really feel like my spouse or significant other, um, if you guys are just, you know, dating or whatever, or courting, um, is going to tell their parents and tell, you know what I mean? Yeah. And depending on the situation, if you guys are not married, then they may need to tell somebody. So that's a whole nother. That you don't know if we'll touch thing. on that. But so I'm not saying like if you guys are dating, nobody's supposed to know anything. That's dangerous. Right. Um. So depending on what it is, you may need to pull somebody in like, hey, so-and-so said, and I think this is a little, hmm, can we talk about it, pray about it? Something. Mm. But yes, yeah, so I think fear is what comes to mind for me. That I think that's the biggest thing for a lot of people. Not yeah. All but a lot. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think um, just adding to the list of things you might be afraid of, there is the fear of, you know, hurting someone's feelings, right? Mm-hmm. Like you never want to hurt your partner. Yeah. Um, you don't want to hurt yourself either. That, that's that might be the bigger fear, depending on how mature you are mm-hmm. spiritually. Um, and then. Okay, so the fear of hurting yourself, the fear of hurting your partner, and then I guess just like guilt and or shame. Yeah. Um, and I think we, we kind of alluded to that last week, right? Like, um, I was speaking for myself, being a guy and doing all the things that society says guys are supposed to do or that is acceptable for guys to do. Mm-hmm. And then you realize later on, okay, none of that was acceptable and I feel like a terrible person because I was doing terrible things at that point. Mm-hmm. Right. And so then there's that, that reckoning that has to come Yeah, where it's like, you know, it, there's, there's conviction for what you've done, but it can very quickly turn into shame and guilt, which, you know, is, is a hindrance to your healing and, you know, to be able, being able to walk in whatever blessing God may have for you. Right. Right. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, all of that is makes it very, very difficult to be transparent with anyone, with yourself, with your spouse, with your your pastor, your 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 spiritual groups, I guess, you know. Um So yeah, I wanted to talk about how. How do we do it? We've talked about how your your marriage can be this healing place. That's what we talked about last episode. And it's like, okay, but how do we get there? Mm-hmm. I think it's important because um, it really depends on what the situation is. Like for us and everything that we went through, mm-hmm. it was so important for 
both of us to put ourselves in the other person's shoes, mm. but not in just a practical sense, but a spiritual sense. Mm. And also, um, I believe just from the fruit of our marriage, us being determined and intentional about um, our relationship with God is what made our relationship better. Yeah. So when you have someone that's transparent about something, um, that's not, it's not always going to be, I forgot to tell you I'm a billionaire. It's not going to always be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when I say always, it's probably not <laughs> like point zero 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 five of y'all are going to get that secret. Okay. Right. But everyone else, it's usually something that they're not super excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at that point you have a choice to make, how are we going to handle this? Depending on what it is. I am not at all saying that. Everything is going to be just like, you know what? Let's just work through it. Let's, you know, whatever. Uh, Well, I'll say it has to do with two things. What did they do and where's their heart right now? Yeah. Yeah. Because, and we're not going to go through all the what ifs, but I mean, we're all adults here. So some people may say, well, no, I was in a situation where it was like, no, I had to leave Um, my life and my children's life you know, was in jeopardy Mm -hmm. because someone was transparent about something um, that they failed to tell me. And it was just a deadly situation for us. Mm -hmm. And I know others are like, that's such an extreme situation. Yes, but it does happen sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying, well, girl, work it out. You know, just do what you got to do. This is where your wise counsel comes into play, where you can get with someone and say, okay, the word of God says this. This is where I'm feeling. This is where I'm standing. This is how I think I should handle it. Mm -hmm. Can you give me some wisdom on what I should do based on what's going on and Mm -hmm. then move forward? Um, But if we're just talking about and we can just assume whatever situation, um, it's something like I wasn't transparent about how many boyfriends I had or I wasn't transparent about my debt or my credit score Mm -hmm. or... um, I don't know that, that I used to live here and the house was foreclosed on. I wasn't transparent about the fact that I have another child, like, you know, stuff like that. Not saying they're small things, right? Um, but it really depends on at that point, um, what the situation is. And then the heart of both individuals. Yeah. Are there, are they willing to stay and work it out according to the word of God? Or are they going to be, just being honest, selfish and say, you know what? No, this is not what I signed up for. Um, so I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely, um, a possibility, you know, thinking back to, you know, some of the barriers of, uh, of transparency, I was thinking about, um, kind of our mindsets going into the marriage, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I know we both have this thing where we're both like, we both can be nurturers, and like really empathetic right so I feel like earlier on we both had the idea that we were saving our partner right Mm, yeah like I remember I remember feeling like you know I was helping to upgrade your life yeah right and I'm sure it was vice versa as well no Uh, I mean I'm trying to think I don't know. I, I, I don't think I ever. I mean, I'm not saying that I didn't think that, but maybe not in those words. I'll have to think about that more. Right. Because I don't think I've I've actually taken time to really think. Gotcha. Did I think that way? I don't think so, but I don't know. So I'm, from what I can remember earlier on, um, 
I remember, I guess, transparency moment, right? So. Okay. <laughs> on the podcast. Jesus. No, the, wait, I mean, go ahead. <laughs> you can't go to Bella No Chase. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> but no. Cut uh, the mic off. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um, I remember feeling like, okay, I've got a degree. I've got this um, earning potential, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to like upgrade her. Okay. Financially. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. And I think on the, the mm-hmm. inverse of that, um, I felt like you had the more spiritual grounding. Yeah. Right. And you yeah. felt like you were upgrading me in that way. Uh-huh. Right. And I guess both of those things were true to a certain extent. But mm-hmm. right. The the yeah, I guess. I, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> to <laughs> now a certain that we've extent. Matured, yeah, right. I don't know. Right. <laughs> but the biggest issue with our way of thinking was the pride, right? Yeah, definitely. Because for me, I'm like, I, I'm i good, right? Like, right. I'm, change her I'm, life. I'm helping her. I'm upgrading her, right? <laughs> Upgrade you. <laughs> right? We both were. And we, so, right. So we're both at looking at this from this tr- standpoint of, okay, I'm, I'm here and they're here, mm-hmm. right? Which is terrible because why would we be on different levels? <laughs> right. <laughs> but so then when it comes to being transparent about something that you may not be proud of, it's like, mm-hmm. mm, I can't expose that because then she might think less of me. It's almost like you look at it like a game or that's just the analogy that I thought of. Uh-huh. It's like if I tell you that I don't really have as many coins as you thought I had, mm-hmm. then I get demoted in the game. Right. And I can't have that because I'm supposed to be King Kong in the game. Right. So if I'm demoted, then will I be the turtle or what right. happens? Like, right. You know what I mean? That was such a dumb analogy. But you get my point. <laughs> I know people are just like, it's what a, is wrong with his okay. way? It's okay. The game is Super Smash Brothers. You don't know what I'm talking about, but now your whole analogy makes sense. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope y'all know what Super Smash Brothers. You never played it. Never mind. That's a whole nother... Well, do we is that on the Nintendo? It's on it's not on the thing out there, no. Okay. But it's on like um I mean they they have it for the Wii. They have they have oh, it for oh, oh, oh. it's a Nintendo game where basically like every character from all sorts of random franchises. So it's like you can play with Mario, Donkey Kong, Pikachu hmm. and what's funny is I've never played the game, but I know this about the game. So whatever random examples <laughs> you had, I'm sure they have them in Super Smash Brothers. So there you go. Um, moving on guys moving on <laughs> but yeah so you, you're looking at it as this game like okay I, I, I'm one step ahead of my partner mm-hmm. I'm leading them <laughs> right Right. and so again when when it comes time to you know really start walking through life with each other you're like mm, if I expose this part of myself maybe I'm thinking oh well she's with me because I'm a step ahead Mm-hmm. So if I if I expose this, then I'll be a step behind, and now she won't have confidence in me, mm-hmm. and you know all the marbles will fall. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it that was definitely a thing for a minute. Yeah, you know, and you know like the Bible says pride goes before a fall, right? Mm-hmm. And we fell. <laughs> I mean, I felt gracefully though. Yeah, right, y'all. <laughs> y'all remember when um, Beyonce fell at that? I felt like that. She fell, babe. Oh, was that the one where she fell on the steps? Like, face first. Was that her or Mariah Carey? No, sir. That was her. Now, she got up, and it was like nothing happened. Uh-huh. 
I didn't do that, but I think I remember the video. It was like this tall death, staircase, right? Yes. Wow. With them, I think they were like six, five or six inch heels. That's crazy. And just fell down the steps, y'all. I did not get up. That's either. a bad fall. Right. Remember that uh, when it was Destiny's Child and they were walking at Wellness Season Park and Michelle just fell, fell off and the like, stage, and, didn't she? Right, and they just kept walking without her. That's horrible. Or like Diddy at the BET Awards a couple years ago, he's just hopping and skipping and falls in a hole in the floor. I did not see that. It's it's great. You have to look it up. It's it's amazing. here we go again, guys. Anyways, so, the point yeah, is these falls. Yeah, it was not graceful. It was not a, it was not a good fall. <laughs> it was not graceful. Not a good fall. It wasn't. Um, and so you know we had to kind of crash and burn for a second before we realized okay whatever whatever I was afraid of hasn't happened and she's going to need this information for us to move forward mm-hmm. and i'm going to need information so we i can move forward and we can like you know we can we can do what we're doing now right it was almost you know what i think about when i think about her marriage it's mm-hmm. like i don't know what moving you'll have to help me out with this but it's like um one of those comedies where it's either the husband and wife or we yeah, will just say husband and wife are going on a trip or something. And the wife's like, don't forget the so-and-so. And he's like, yeah, I got it or whatever. And then he forgets it. And then all the whole trip, something bad happens like mm-hmm. each time mm-hmm. and they're blaming each other. And it's like, well, what in the world? And at the end, the car has blown up. They lost all their luggage. They both look like crap and they're left with nothing but each other. Mm-hmm. And then they have to laugh it off, look at each other and say, okay, if all we have is each other, what are we going to do now? We have no money. We mm. have no status. We have no car. We have no nothing to mask like what's really going on between the two of us. Mm-hmm. So all we have is time right now to just sit and figure it out mm-hmm. and then make it from there. And so like when I think about our marriage as messy as it was like in the midst of it, we were not laughing guys. There was no we weren't cracking a smile, but mm-hmm. when I think about it now, I do think of it like in a very joyful way. Like we really started off bad and we both just thought like individually, I'm the bee's knees, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. We're on the trip and like everything in the world is going wrong. We are blaming each other. We are screaming to the top of our lungs. Well, he's not because he doesn't scream. He's right. the silent partner that's him i am screaming to the top of my lungs we have lost all of our luggage everything is gone and we are outside we even tried to catch a bus and lost all the money i mean just whatever you can think of in those movies Mm -hmm. that was us there was definitely that scene where we're trying to hitchhike and you get splashed with water absolutely a few times yeah all that yep so that was definitely (laughs) us and we had to literally sit on the side of the road um, I have on one shoe because the other one, the heel broke off. I mean, I have the whole visual. <laughs> right. That's great. <laughs> and we're having to just talk it out and just, you know, at times, um, not fight it out physically, but just like, okay, let's just put it out on the table. Mm-hmm. What's wrong? Um, and then that transparency and right. figure it out from there. Right. And so, I mean, again, so we went through this situation where it's like, you know what? This relationship is going to require 1,000% honesty. Yeah. Right? It is not 50-50, guys. I really cringe when people say that. Yeah, no. Marriage is 50-50. You've got to come with your 50. If you come with 50, sweetheart, y'all are going to be, y'all may not even be that comedy. All that bad stuff's going to happen, but y'all not going to be laughing. Right. 
You need to come with a thousand percent, both of you. <laughs> she is so fired up. But because uh, I mean it's just not a game. Like if people and then people understand like what you're talking about when they get in it. And at that point, I'm not saying it's too late, but, but you just have so many more hurdles yeah. to jump over now. And if you have not been practicing and if you don't have that skill to mm. clear that then you got to start from the beginning in a marriage, which is so hard. It is. It is very difficult. So, I mean, as preachy as I might sound, stop saying that and stop believing that. It's not true. Right. Right. Um, and again, I mean, with all of these conversations, <clears throat> it's like, you know, we went through that. So yes. hopefully you don't have to go through that. Right. Listen you know. to us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but anyway. Where was I? I'm so we so sorry. no, it's all good. So we <laughs> we we got to a point where our relationship was like ground zero, right? And mm-hmm. you know, ground zero is is a rough place because it's mm-hmm. like, well, how do you get to ground zero? There's been a demolition, right. there's destruction, yeah. there's rubble, right? Mm-hmm. So now we got our job is to clean up <clears throat> and start building again, right? Which, mm-hmm. if you look at it the right way, can be exciting because yeah. you can build it from the right foundation and build. Every floor, and you put all the take your time, put all the nice furniture, yeah. real swanky apartment buildings. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All that, <laughs> right? <laughs> but what? you just tell what you are passionate about. Like you'll do. You don't let yourself go all the way in. Uh-huh. But for me, nobody else probably notices it. But I'm just like, oh, there he goes. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> but no. So I mean, you know, you get to, you get to make it what you want it to be. Yeah. Right. And so. But what you realize is like the the foundation of all of this is truth, honesty, transparency, mm-hmm. right? Like there's there can be nothing that she doesn't know about me, right? right? Or there can be nothing that is a surprise to her mm-hmm. in a negative way, yeah. right? Because it what it does is each time it 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 takes off a layer of that building. We got to start it over again, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, I guess when we talk about, go ahead. I have a question, actually. Yeah. Um, and we made. If you want to talk about this later, we can talk about it later. But I think, y'all, it's been two weeks. I can't remember if we talked about this last time or if we said we were going to talk about it. As far as guys are concerned, and I'm just saying, girls can experience this as well. Uh-huh. But I just know that more guys have said or expressed, "Oh yeah, I deal with that," than girls. Okay. What if it's like, well, I don't know what to expose, so I'm not thinking about it. Yeah, that's how do you deal with that? That's absolutely a thing. Um, it's like I didn't think to bring up right the situation with her because I wasn't thinking about her. <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. right. Like as guys, we compartmentalize a lot, mm-hmm. right? And that was one of the barriers for me of transparency. It wasn't even like, oh, I'm actively hiding this big secret somewhere, right? Right. It's just like until I see some sort of a reminder, I forgot it happened. Yeah, you know. Um, and so, but that's one of those things where it's like, like we, like when we were at the restaurant, right? My ex comes up, right? I'm like, yeah, I guess she does have friends in Raleigh. I guess it is possible we could run into each other. Yeah. Right. Let me make sure I stay ahead of the game. Right. Of the and that game. was because the situation came up. But prior to, it was kind of like, I think for you, it was just, this is my new relationship. And like you were saying earlier, mm-hmm. once you realize, okay, the way that I was doing things before was totally wrong. And his defense mechanism was... Let's just put all that in a box and leave the box alone. We're never going to go to the box ever again. We're going to duct tape it like all over mm. and no one's ever even going to look at the box. 
right. and then something seeps out of the box and it's like wait what like you know what i mean right. so what would you say though to some women that are like well how do i know that it's just something that he and i know this is i'm not trying to get I don't know what the word is, but I'm trying to be, you know, real for some women that are like, how do I know that he's not just trying to keep something from me versus he really wasn't thinking about it. And now he's trying to tell me, you know, now that it's come up, is there anything that you can think of that you would say, well, if he's doing these things, he probably did. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is what you guys should talk about type thing. Not like at crazy and slashes tires but for the no but seriously but this is his answering this question is so that you know what to look for and you can bring it up in a loving way and say okay or is there something that we should talk about mm-hmm. because sometimes and this can be girl to guy guy to girl it may be that it's there but they're having a hard time mustering up the courage i guess Mm -hmm. to say it so so here's what i'll say i'll give you the bad news and then the good news i guess yes and i know what you're gonna say i just want you to say it for the people okay so (laughs) i guess the bad news in any situation is you don't know if you're being lied to or deceived or whatever until Mm -hmm. you find out what the truth is or was yep so there's no warning sign right it's either you believe what he's saying or you don't Mm mm-hmm Right. Um, And that's just what it is. Right. And the same for a guy going through someone who's omitting information. Right. I don't know you lied to me until I find out the truth, whether it's because you tell me or someone else tells me or I get some sort of a reason and inkling. Maybe it's the Holy Spirit, whatever it may be that says, ask more questions. Right. And then at that point, you can kind of see some kind of signs like maybe there's a hesitation. Maybe there's a look. Right. Like I know for me. I've never been I've never been good at lying, right? So Me either. I'm worse than him, y'all. It's terrible. Uh, that's true. But No, y'all, he's saying that because it's really bad. Like anyone can tell that I'm lying. <laughs> right. So it's like for me, it's better to avoid a topic altogether. Mm. If Ashley asks me a question, I'm uncomfortable giving her the answer, she can see that discomfort all over my face. Immediately. And <laughs> right. And now she knows which button to press until she gets <laughs> whatever the answer now, was now the way you making me sound i'm just saying that's <laughs> that's how it goes right yeah, so so on the flip side of that right because that just sounded really negative right but mm-hmm. the on the positive <laughs> on the positive side of that what helped me in this journey to like a hundred percent transparency was the gradual understanding that our marriage was a safe space for me mm-hmm you know, like there's there's nothing you can say um, that is going to tell me that's going to be like, all right, I'm, I'm not here for you anymore. Yeah. Right. And that I want to be careful about that. And we've talked about this in past episodes. Right. Because that doesn't mean that you or your spouse gets a license to just while out and do whatever you want and feel like you're not going to face any consequence. Right. You know, um, and this is a thought that's just been on my, my mind for a minute, but when it, cause we've, we're talking about in, I guess in the political world, it's like all of these different choices people are making, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, should we be fighting against 
abortion rights or um, homosexual marriage and all these things, right? Right. And so this thought is, okay, well, God gives us free will, right? God allows us to sin, right? Now, God can't, or can't say God can't, God doesn't exhort force, exert force to make us not sin. Like you got that option if that's what you want to do, right? But just as much as we got that option, we don't have the option of whether or not we're going to face consequences for what we do, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's whether it's against the law or not, whether you feel convicted about it or not, there are, are logical consequences to your actions or inactions, and that's in any situation. Mm -hmm. So, again, when you say, okay, well, there's nothing you can tell me that'll, that'll make me turn my back on you, yeah, that's true, right? But there are certainly things that can create um, a lack of harmony in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So there are natural consequences to actions, right? And a lot of time, a lot of times what holds us back from being 100% with our partners is the fear of whatever the consequence is going to be. But again, what what helped me was okay, I love you and all the things that make you you. I'm sure some of those things we probably need to cast out to the wayside. Mm -hmm. But I've seen your heart. I know your heart. And as long as you are here and committed to doing better, I'm here committed to doing better as well. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when I finally understood that, that helped me to to feel like, OK, I can tell her anything. Right. right. Even the things that I may be embarrassed about. Yeah. Right. And again, if if we're in this relationship and our heart is to do what's right for and with each other, then we're not looking at this as some license to, OK, hey, I'm, I'm a, I got a free pass. I'm going to go out here and then I'm going to come back and be like, hey, I was out there. Right. <laughs> you know, that's not how that works. So um, I was going to I thought about an example because. One thing um, that I think, and I'm just going to talk to the females, and I'm not saying that males don't do this, mm -hmm. but I really do feel like this is something that God put on my heart to say because yeah. it was something that I dealt with. Um, one thing, ladies, married ladies, that we don't consider all the time is what our reaction to whatever the quote unquote offense was um, does to our relationship. Or does um, or how it hinders what we're wanting to happen in our relationship. Example. Yeah. So when we had the and I don't know if we went through this, but anyway, when we had the whole Charlotte thing, we were going to go to Charlotte, mm. um, but we didn't end up going to Charlotte. And so um, the way Brandon dealt with some of that was he got a credit card. Yeah. And um, and obviously that wasn't, you know, the right response but you know at the time with um you know every who he was at the time and his maturity level that's what he decided to do right. that was his choice that's what he decided to do mm. so he got a credit card and got some jordans um and not that that's important my point is mm -hmm. i okay so if i as a woman and it could be the man too but i'm just i really do feel like it's on my heart to say this to the ladies if i am screaming and hollering all the time you need to be honest with me mm -hmm. 
And if I am married to someone that is having a hard time being honest because they have a fear of how I'm going to react or receive them or how I'm going to treat them or whatever, me screaming and yelling, shutting them out, calling them name or calling him names or whatever is exactly what the enemy wants wants me to do because now he's shutting down. And so this cycle continues over and over. So he's shutting down. I'm continuing to blame him for shutting down and upset at him because he won't talk to me. And then he continues to shut down. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of me doing, which I mean, I'll be the first person to tell you it's taken me until (coughs) year. Geez. What? Three. Probably three. Well, no, we've been married for five years, but I'm saying till year three to realize, okay, I don't care what it is. I literally have to stop and close my eyes. And this is why we do this thing. Like when we get upset about something, we'll literally like look at each other and be like, you know what? I need a minute because it really, you're going to mess yourself up. Mm -hmm. If you just let your emotions take you there, Mm -hmm. all of that is supposed to come under the authority of Christ, all of it. Right. So you cannot just react. So in those moments you have to say, you know what? Just give me a minute. And most of the time, I just pray, most, every time I pray and I'm like, Lord, he just got a credit card. (laughs) You know, whatever it is. I'm like, we need money. He just got this credit card and maxed it out. Now, what are we going to do? Now we got all this debt we got to pay back. You know, whatever it is. But I say all that to the Lord. Mm -hmm. So it's not to him. And then God can work on my heart. Like, okay, talk to him about what's going on. Yeah, that was not okay. And yes, I'm going to get him, but let me get him. Right. And then you guys, again, there's still that consequence, like you were saying. Yeah. Um, because you got to pay that debt or whatever the situation may be. Right, right. But it's not my job to try to be God and get on you. You're not my child. Right. And beat you down because you did something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the the biggest thing that was hardest for me to grasp was... And this is not a very popular idea. But if I am your helper mm-hmm. and we are a team, mm-hmm. then when you react, you already know what example I'm about to, <laughs> what I'm about to bring up the smoke detector. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. Tony Evans, we love Tony Evans. But anyways, uh-huh. um, then I can't just look at you know, the noise that you're making, but I have to figure out why are you making that noise? So basically Tony Evans in one of his sermons, which was about faith, he was talking about, um, your emotions and he was, um, basically giving an amazing analogy, which I will forever use. So get ready. But anyways, (laughs) and that's why brain is laughing because I've been using it like a lot, Uh but it really applies to a lot of different things. But he was basically saying when the smoke detector goes off, you don't take a hammer and beat the smoke detector like this stupid thing and tell it to shut up. You go and look for the fire. Right. And that's what you're supposed to do when your emotions have you going here, there and everywhere. Yeah. And so I think that as women, we make the terrible mistake of looking at our husbands um, like a smoke detector, but then mm. beating them senseless instead of saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where is the smoke and why is there a fire? How do we put it out and how do we keep this from happening again and again and again? Once I was able to allow the Holy Spirit to minister to me Mm -hmm. and let me know, hey, 
there's an alarm going off. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's bad. He shouldn't have started the fire in the first place. Mm -hmm. But this is your marriage. And you're going to do one of two things. Let the enemy in and burn the whole house down. Or you need to go with him and fight and figure out where is the fire and let's put it out. Right. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> Smoke detector and all. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because, no, it, it's just another layer um, that highlights the importance of what I was talking about. That, that safe space. Yes. Right. Like for me, it was so important to know and understand that my marriage is a safe space for me. Yes. Right. And yeah, the environment is certainly a big part of that. If I feel like when I speak, you're going to say, I don't know, I hate you, you're terrible, whatever. You're not going to say those things to me. <laughs> but if, if I thought that's what was going to happen, yeah. then no, I would never speak up. Exactly. Right. And, mm -hmm. you know, I wanted to be careful about bringing that example up first because it makes it seem like it's the spouse's responsibility to for you to be honest. Yeah. You know, like if, it's like it takes responsibility off me mm -hmm. and it gives me an easy out to say, well, she was overreacting. So I didn't say nothing. That's right? not exactly right. No. Like we it's always your responsibility yes. to be honest. Yes. Right. But there is something to be said for creating that environment where your spouse can feel like they can be themselves. Exactly. Because Ladies, it, it, it eases not, that along. Right. I'm not at all saying that it is your sole responsibility to make sure that he's doing what he's supposed to do as the man. Right. Don't get me started. We're, and look, I'm not going to do it. Don't. I'm not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you better not. We'll have time for that. But no, seriously, I, that's all I'm going to say about it. But I mean, no, y'all should know me by now. Like, absolutely not. As the man, they have way more or should be carrying much more responsibility um, in that way. And right. so, no, that's not your job. I'm just saying do your part. Do what yeah. what is your job and right. make sure you do it well. Right, right. Do it well. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> no. So, so yeah, that's, that's definitely um, a thing, right? Like, I need to be honest and... I need your help in making sure that, that our marriage is a safe space, right? Yeah. And vice versa, right? There are definitely yeah. things that I could do to make it feel like she can't come to me, mm -hmm. right? I know one of our things is that, like, if my mood is off, it takes a lot to throw off my mood. But when my mood is off, I have a way of throwing off the mood of the whole family, mm -hmm. right? Like, we're in a car riding, turn that music down right or he does not say it like that but yeah all right or like i might be speeding right like it just makes it tense yeah right so it's like if ashley feels like she can't say anything to me or if she disappoints me i'm gonna give her the cold shoulder or the silent treatment or whatever it's gonna be right and then she doesn't feel like she can come to me right you know so again it's not my responsibility to make her honest but it is each of our responsibilities as you know individuals to keep our marriage a safe and a sacred space yeah. for each other. Um, and so that that's our commitment. I think that one thing that also keeps us from being transparent is, well, she wasn't transparent. Mm. He's not been transparent. I'm yeah. not finna sit here and be the good wife and be the good husband while you, Mr. Mrs. Lazy Bones, not sharing <sighs> your stuff. That yeah. could be one, too. That's true. And that is a terrible thing to fall into. Right. And I mean, that comes with anything. Like, well, you ain't take out the trash, so I ain't washing the dishes. Well, now the house looks terrible. 
because nobody wants to do anything. I mean, right. you know what I mean? Right, right. It's like, oh, he didn't take a bath, so I'm not taking a bath either. I mean, okay, what's that? I guess what does that accomplish fine, right? besides the fact that both of y'all stink? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and we, I guess we brought up this Bible verse a couple of episodes ago about, you know, the, un, the unsaved spouse, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, he's not doing what he's supposed to do. Right. Well, that's fine. You go and do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And eventually that'll rub off on him. Yeah. Right. Or he'll get tired of you doing what you're supposed to do. You are too virtuous and too strong and you may change my life. Right. And then he'll walk out. Right. Right. Now, we're not saying that you should be getting married to someone that is not saved. Right. right, right. Because um, I believe that that example and please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. But I do believe that that example is for if two unmarried people get together and one person gets saved. Yeah, yeah. If two if two people are unsaved when they get together, and then one of them gets saved, but the other one's not saved, right? Because yeah. you are already in a marriage, so it would not be right to be. Well, I'm saved now, so bye. Like, you know. right, right. <laughs> but yeah, so so no, so it's it's we each have our own responsibilities, and that, and I think the reason people get it get caught up in that is because they think their responsibility is to each other. Mm-hmm. And it's not. You better, boy. Right, listen. like. Make your checks out to uh <laughs> No And my. Usher will bring up <laughs> her Okay. I shouldn't say retarded. Um I'm silly. There we go. Okay. Politically correct. <laughs> there we go. So It's okay. Yeah. You know, but it's we think our responsibility is to each other. And it's not, right? Our responsibility is to God. Yes. Right? So we're not living up to each other's standards, we're living up to God's standards. Yep. And I can't tell God no, I'm not going to do what you said because mm-hmm. she's not. Yeah. Right? And it's like, because God could be like, all right, that's fine. Both of you, There's a lake of fire for both of y'all. Right. Right. Or even worse. I mean, that, and that's a whole other podcast, but um, it really just affects, I mean, every, gen- well, it can affect every generation to come from you because of how you're acting. Right. Like, you're not even thinking about my kids and their kids and their kids, like, you know? Right. Ugh. And so... I do. There is a point that I want to hit on from last week um, or kind of elaborate on. Um, So, again, we're talking about transparency and I I want to be careful that we're not using transparency and honesty interchangeably. They're they're kind of from the same tree, but they're different leaves. Right. Yes. So if I'm speaking of transparency, what I'm thinking about is what are the things that make me me or that I think make me me? Mm -hmm. What are what are the the skeletons in my closet, what are the, the, the innermost things, whatever those things are, yeah. right. That I don't think anyone knows that I may not even access on a regular basis mm-hmm. that she needs to understand about me so that we can be more productive together. Yes. Right. So if I've been with however many people, she needs to know that because she needs to know how each of those people have affected me. Right. Right. It may be that I don't like going to, such and such restaurant because it reminds me of this person right if she knows that then she knows to not suggest that restaurant Mm -hmm. or better yet she knows how to pray for me and help me get healing and closure from that situation so we can eat freely wherever we want to eat exactly right um but yeah so and no that's not a thing for us we eat wherever we want to eat that's true (laughs) because i like food but we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> we do not. Right. It's so weird trying to come up with examples that we don't go through. But anyway, 
Um, I know, because when you said that, I was like, what? <laughs> right. Because you okay. you'll say something. I'm like, wait, when was that a thing? Did we, did we talk and we'll talk this? after the podcast. And I'll be like, no, that was just an example. <laughs> <laughs> right. But no, so when it comes to this honesty, this transparency, I know last week or last episode I talked about how it can be like picking off a scab. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you pick off a scab where you weren't quite healed yet and it just starts bleeding. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So dealing with that aftermath or when you thought, oh, I'm going to share this thing and it just leads to more and more coming out. Yeah. Right. How do we clean up this mess? Right. Right. And so for me, I guess because I don't I can't think of a different example. So I just have to be real. Right. <laughs> so for me, um, one thing that made me who I was then was that I grew up in this really charged environment, right? And, okay, that makes it sound like I grew up in a brothel. Um, but <laughs> I grew <laughs> so I grew up, you know, my big influences were hip-hop and TV. And hip-hop was on TV, right? And so, <laughs> right? But then I was also exposed, um, okay, I guess we'll say to certain websites, Right. At a Mm -hmm. very young age, like 11 years old. Mm -hmm. Right. So I grew up in a world where hypersexuality was normalized. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that led to me dealing with, um, you know, the spirit of lust, being a womanizer, so on and so forth. But beyond that, it led to an unhealthy dependency on women and Mm -hmm. like just relationships with women whether they were platonic or otherwise yeah right and so what we found out was that was really really Mm deep-rooted it wasn't just as simple as okay these are my exes I can't talk to them Mm -hmm. it was like I can't watch this on tv yeah I can't listen to this type of music yeah I can't do X, Y, and Z, whatever it may be. Right. Right. But the way we found that out was it's like, okay, we just kind of kept picking at it. Mm-hmm. And you realize, okay, dang, this bothers me. This bothers me. This bothers me. Yeah. This bothers me. That's good. And I feel like the difficult part about that was um, when you're dealing with something like that, it can make your partner, especially the the female partner, feel like, gosh, am I worthless? Mm-hmm. What does he see in me? Does he see anything in me? Because I don't have anything in common with any of these other things, right, that he's expressed yeah. interest in. Mm-hmm. You know, how are we going to walk through this? Yeah. And so, you know, I think it's important for us to touch on mm-hmm. how do you maintain this transparency when it feels like it clearly hurts your partner and then i guess i want to hear from your perspective as the uh, the the hurt partner you know how do you how did you walk through that to help me you know still feel safe in being transparent but also understanding that some of this is going to mean you needed to heal as well yeah so i will say that um uh we have i mean i'm sure our um church family listening and one thing that I will say now that we've been attending this church is one thing that we didn't do, but God really um, showed up and showed out, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> for us it, because we didn't have it at the time. Like the wise counsel, we didn't really have anyone to go to 
And to be completely honest, we didn't trust anyone at all. Um, because one thing I guess you guys would not know is, um, and that's one thing that I'm actually currently working on. I was very hurt. Um, and I don't want to say by the church, but by, um, I would say a Christian organization, because <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, the church is the body of Christ, it's not a building, but right. anyway, that body of believers, I will say, um, just, and I'm not going to get into it, but there were just a lot of things that, and there was nothing that I did wrong. I was a teenager. Um, and you know, um, our, my parents, we switched churches mm-hmm. and ever since then, like when we would see them out or when I would, um, they were just really not nice. Right. It literally went from we're brothers and sisters and we hung out all the time and prayed for each other and was boohooing and snotting and crying out to God and whatever uh-huh. to literally to this day, um, treating me like I have five heads. Mm. So it was very difficult and has been for, it's gotten a lot better, but, um, it had been very difficult for me to even think about who would I reach out to because I didn't trust anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so God's been really awesome in helping me, you know, get through that. Um, even still, I'm going to be completely honest. There are only a select few people that I trust. Mm. Um, and that Brandon and I, Brandon and I have talked about like, okay, well, if something's going on, like who we talk to, who are we okay talking to? Right. Um, and that's basically people that we know, like if I tell you something, you're literally going to tell no one, but Jesus, Mm. like, because that's been the problem. Like I don't want all my business, but anyway, Moving on. <laughs> I'm sorry. What helped me was just allowing God to come in and speak to my heart and change what was going on in me. And I know I've said that before, mm-hmm. but it was, um, I had already had brokenness, mm-hmm. like as far as my self-esteem and self-worth and my identity in Christ. So that situation, like what we went through was just it just magnified what was already there. Yeah. So it wasn't that something was created. Mm -hmm. It was just that it kind of, um, kicked it again while it was down. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and it was almost, almost like the last straw and not the last straw, meaning like, Oh, you done done it now. But just (laughs) like, I was already out of breath. I was already down. Like I had been fighting for however long and I didn't really know how to keep it up. Right. Um, and so I saturated myself in um, people that I trusted. Yeah. So a lot of Miles Monroe, um, a lot of Tony Evans. Um, just I remember I used to just put my headphones on and listen to the Bible like while I was going to sleep, mm-hmm. like whatever, like in the morning, worship music on the way to work, like every single morning. Um, there was a month where I didn't listen to any music. Like I just did, um, whatever I read in the Bible and whatever, you know, seemed, I know it seems crazy. And I know some people are just like, no, y'all need it. Da, 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 whatever. Right. Thank you so much for being so loving. But anyway, that's what really helped me. Mm-hmm. If I could do it all over, obviously, um, I would definitely walk through that with someone. Yeah. Um, thinking back, that is the only thing that would have sped up the process. 
Right. But I can confidently say there is nothing right now that I can look at and say, oh, wow. Like as far as that's concerned. Yeah. Oh, wow. We didn't do that right. We didn't heal correctly because there is a such thing as like, okay, well, you had all the right materials, but you didn't use them right. And so now your bone didn't heal correctly. So now we have to re-break it and then heal it again. Right. Can confidently say we're not there. Right. And that was nothing but the grace of God mm-hmm. that got us through because we didn't have it and we didn't know where to go. Yeah. Um, now, at the tail end of like the worst part was when we started going to the new church. So yeah. we've only been there for three years. Uh-huh. And as you guys can imagine... Going through everything that I have um, and trust issues and all that, um, we still were not comfortable. Like in the first, I th- it wasn't even a year. I don't. I wouldn't say. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe six or seven months. The first six or seven months we were there yeah. was like literally the end of it. And I don't mean the end of it, like it never came up again or whatever. Mm-hmm. But just us dealing with it and resisting and not just doing. Okay, this is how we need to walk this out. This is what the word says, type thing. Right. Um, but the teaching that we got. And just the family environment and Mm -hmm. all of that was what helped as well. So it wasn't necessarily that I feel like we needed someone to sit down with us and say, okay, so what is like, you know what I mean? Right. As far as our marriage, there were some other things that were affecting the marriage that needed to be handled. Right. And so those things were handled because I actually did counsel with someone um, and on an individual level about mm-hmm. other things. Mm-hmm. And after that, I really felt like we just like both were took off, like, you know, spiritually. Right. Um, right. So anyway, what I would say is if you can find someone that you trust that is spiritually sound, that can help walk you through it. Mm-hmm. And it's really for accountability sake and to make sure that yes, you have the right materials, but that you're using them correctly type thing. Right. Um, because it's hard even when you feel like, oh, I know how to do this. Let's say you've been in the game, been saved for 20 <laughs> years. Right. Depending on how severe the situation is, you may need someone to walk in and help you walk through it. Yeah. Because it's just so extreme. You can't really think through everything. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing that I would suggest. But to answer your very short question with a very long answer, mm. um, I um, that's what helped me i i'm very grateful to my parents for what they taught me and for what i remembered because i'm not i will not say that i'm like a spiritual scholar Mm -hmm. but there were a lot of things that it's crazy like um and if you're a parent like do not stop pouring into your children spiritually right even when it seems like they're not listening Mm -hmm. like really take the time to pour into them the word of god yeah because as much as i rebelled and i didn't want to listen to my parents and i was just like oh whatever all the bible studies we had on saturday mornings all the church services i went to volunteering at church my dad like telling us y'all not sleeping y'all taking notes like we didn't just listen it was like take notes on the ride home from church what did he talk about and how do you feel about it like when our marriage was hit i literally cried out to god like i don't know what to do and it was almost like and i asked him for his help and like everything just started popping back up and so i think that's what really you know helped me a lot a lot yeah absolutely so i mean just um what I heard in that was, you know, don't try to do this alone. Right. You know, I mean, think about it. It took you all of your life to 
to become the person you are right now. Yeah. And as we're talking about this transparency, that means you're going to be unloading a lifetime's worth of trauma and pain and dysfunction. And you're going to be unloading that onto your spouse. And, you know, us as the spouse, as the partner that wants to be so helpful, we can make the mistake of feeling like it's our job to carry that. Mm -hmm. Right. And I can't carry that. Right. If it was weighing you down, it's going to weigh me down when I get it too. Right. Right. So it's like, you know, as Christians, we can't operate outside of the flow of God. Right. Right. Like, and you know, we're taught that God bore that already. God, you can put all that at the altar, leave that there. Right. Leave that on Jesus's shoulders. They're way stronger than yours. Mm -hmm. Right. And so again, like you said, being around the family of God to kind of help you walk through it. It's not to, so that you can dump it on your spiritual leaders either. Yeah. Right. But it's so that they can help you dump it at the feet of God and leave that there. Yeah. Right. So that you guys can continue this healing process with each other. Right. And when you get to that space, that is where you, you get to this, I don't know. I don't, I don't even like using the word bliss. It makes it feel like it sound like this utopia, this, this right. beach paradise with your partner. But, you know, it kind of is that in some ways. Mm-hmm. It's like, again, when I when I come home, I feel peace. Mm-hmm. Right. You're not on social media. Right. But that's the new slow, the new slang right now. What? Or that's like the new thing. It's like these memes like, oh, be his peace. Right. Like, yeah. I'm, I, don't, I don't these ambiguous terms that people be be his peace. Like, what does that mean? Right. Because I've heard be his peace, meaning don't ever argue with him. I've heard, I've heard be his peace, meaning like rub his feet when he gets home. I don't know. I've like, when I see be Mm -hmm. his peace, I think be his doormat. Oh, right. Wait a minute. (laughs) I'm just saying. That's another podcast. That is all. That's a different podcast. (laughs) But, um, no, but your marriage can be. We keep saying podcast. We should say episode. It is a different episode. Y'all, y'all ain't been correcting us neither. It's all good. Some friends y'all are. It's But, um, yeah, but no, when you get to this place where you can properly dispose of this baggage, Mm -hmm. right, that's when you can, your marriage can get to this enjoyable place, right? It's not, oh, the old ball and chain or, oh, here, here he come again, right? Like, you know, it's like, oh man, that's my wife. Like, I love her. This is great. You know, sometimes I can't wait to get home to be like, all right, let me just get the day off of me, Mm -hmm. you know? Right. Like it's, it's fun. Yeah. Right. And when we make the mistake of trying to carry our partner's trauma, then we can yeah. see them as a burden. Right. And that just makes things all the more difficult to get through with each yeah. other. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't have any other questions. Did I don't you know. have anything I think, else? I don't know. I think I, I think we gave them a good amount yeah. <laughs> you know, to listen to and, listen again or whatever i don't know i think that was really insightful yeah i mean i still learned a lot and of course i love just talking to you but (laughs) you know i think that was really good i think god said what he needed to say so i think so too yeah well uh go ahead give us our outro then i mean you ain't got i'm playing (laughs) (laughs) y'all we love you and we know that you guys love us too and missed us so much we miss you guys too. Do not forget that we are on Facebook. We are on Twitter, even though we are still working on getting a little more active. And we are also on Instagram. You can like, share, 
and subscribe. Mm -hmm. We also are on iTunes, obviously. Yeah. And so you can give us an honest rating and review. Mm -hmm. Brandon always says five star. Honest five star. Just be honest, whatever you want to give us. If you have any questions to ask us or comments to make, um, any encouragement um, that you want to give, we would love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have an email address. You can reach out to us and give us suggestions mm-hmm. on what we should talk about next. Talk to us. Where can they reach out if they want to do that? Yeah, so you can hit us up at reallovepodcast at gmail.com. Um, all our social media is at reallovepodcast. And um, you can go to our website yep. at reallovepodcast.com. Yes. You can learn more about us view all the past episodes any resources that we mentioned a lot of times we talk about different books all of that's going to be in those show notes and if you want to you know help us out a little bit you can hit that donate button we're trying to get some camera gear so that we can bring this show to youtube as well yes Um, so all of that's available at reallovepodcast.com absolutely so we love you guys so much thank you for listening and be blessed peace I threw up the peace sign like they could see. Right. That was cute. I'm so used to the YouTube videos. (laughs)